Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real-life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. So today's all about how to help your daughter regain confidence after being benched. If your female athlete has not been in this situation yet, guaranteed at some point in her career, she will find herself on the sidelines. It's very, very common, totally normal. It's part of playing sports, but that is what we want to talk about because typically it means something negative. All right, so we're going to get into some of the key strategies that athletes can be using when they get benched, when they get pulled. And when I talk about being benched, I mean like they they were pulled out of a game, not because it wasn't like you know the rotation was up or to give them a break. They were benched. It was it, maybe they did something negative, they made a mistake, maybe they don't even know why, and that's typically a, a huge source of frustration. But they're on the bench and they don't want to be. All right. So before we get into these strategies. We want to lay the foundation a little bit. So here inside the Elite Competitor, we rely on two foundational concepts that really shape everything that we know, everything that we teach. And the first one is that elite performance. When we're talking about elite performance and confidence on and off the court or the field, we talk about three things, all right? So elite performance is really, really, really hinges on knowledge of the sport, right? So the ins and the outs of the sport, we have to know the sport that we're playing, all right? Physical training. So that's when we talk about practice, getting those reps in the weight room, doing training, all of like just that physical training and the mental training. So all three of those things work together to lead to elite performance. And if we don't have one of them, then we won't achieve elite performance. So here in the elite competitor, we really focus on the mental training aspect because that's the one that's typically overlooked. The other thing and the thing that we're going to talk about a lot today is that our thoughts ultimately lead to the results that we get in our life and on the court or the field or wherever we're performing or competing. 
So our thoughts, we know that what we think about leads to feelings, right? Our feelings are created by thoughts, whether we realize what those thoughts are or not. And based on those feelings, we take action and our actions give us the results that we have in our life. So we know that it really starts with our thoughts and that's why we really focus on training the mind. So let's get into it. How to regain confidence after being benched. Typically, not a fun situation. I have been here multiple times, all right? It's very, very common. So here's what athletes can do if they find themselves on the sidelines. First thing, focus on the breath and the thoughts. We already kind of alluded to this, but the moment that we get pulled or our athletes get pulled, Typically, there's some feelings of frustration, negativity, confusion. You know, a lot of times athletes might not know exactly why their coach is pulling them out. And sometimes the coach, oftentimes the coach doesn't really have time in that moment to explain what's happening. They just know that they're out of the game. And the common thing is to focus on ourselves and wonder, what did I do wrong? I'm never going to get a shot again. My coach hates me. Like all of these negative things. So the most powerful thing that an athlete can do as soon as they find themselves in this situation is the most simple thing, take a breath, right? So we talk a lot about breathing um, in the elite competitor. I know it sounds very, very normal and something that that everybody should do because we do it automatically, but typically we are breathing in this shallow um, cadence. And that shallow breathing pattern revs up our nervous system and makes us feel more anxious and more agitated. And so when we can actually just stop and focus on taking a nice deep inhale through our nose, holding for just a second, and then releasing, automatically our nervous system calms down a little bit, right? So having athletes just simply do um, a couple of deep breaths as soon as they kind of, they get pulled out, can really help calm them down, help them see a little bit clearer, all right? The second thing, the second piece of this is to be aware of thoughts, because we know how powerful our thoughts are, and what our brain likes to do in these situations is to create stories. So especially if we don't know why we got pulled out or athletes don't know why they got pulled out, they start to fill in the the gaps, right? Like, oh, it's because my coach hates me or it's because I missed that layup or because it's this or that reason. Our our brain doesn't like unanswered questions. And so typically we we go to the worst case scenarios. We try and fill in the gaps. We tell ourselves stories. And a lot of times those thoughts are really negative and can just kind of send us into a spiral. So having athletes focus on positive thoughts, not, I guess, positive, yes, but even just neutral thoughts, like this is temporary, right? This is not forever. I'm going to be okay. All right. Even just kind of reassuring themselves like, this is okay. All right. I'm going to be ready to go back in. So just having athletes armed with some thoughts that they can be thinking and other things that are really great are I'm going to support my team no matter what. There's an opportunity here. This is temporary. I know I already said that one, but you know, just kind of reminding themselves like this is not the worst thing ever that could happen in your whole life. All right. Let's let's focus on just staying present and instead of kind of ruminating on what just happened. So that's the first thing is focus on breath and thoughts. If you're a parent and you have a daughter who is struggling right now because maybe she has been struggling with being benched or playing time and things like that, and this is happening to her, just reminding her to stop and focus on her breathing and, you know, being aware of what thoughts she's telling herself in, self in that situation is really, really important. The second key, super important, this one, stay engaged on the bench. 
Now, this is not to say that athletes shouldn't be upset or mad or angry. Like they shouldn't ignore their feelings because, you know, oftentimes being benched is a hard thing. And I'm not telling athletes to just pretend to be happy about it. But there's a difference between being upset and being sad and letting that control the whole environment of the team. So staying engaged on the bench, what it looks like physically with our body language is that athletes are sitting, you know, depending on what the norms and the culture of the bench are, but sitting and leaning forward into the game, being engaged, still cheering for their team, still talking to their teammates and giving feedback. So our body language is really, really powerful. We know that a lot of our communication is nonverbal. So allowing athletes to, to realize that what they do with their head and how they stand with their posture really matters to the energy around their team and also to their own personal energy. So staying engaged on the bench through their body language, also staying engaged with knowing what's going on in the game. So instead of just kind of coming out and, you know, slouching and only focusing on trying to figure out what they did wrong, you know, the game is still going on and they're still a teammate and they have somebody else in their position. So staying engaged with the flow of the game, what's happening, giving information to their position group, if that's relevant, like those things are super important to maintain that engagement. The other part of this is you never know when you're going to go back in, all right? And, or when your coach needs you or when your team needs you. Because again, if your coach didn't have time to tell you like what's happening and you're just kind of like mentally checked out and then she needs you or he needs you to come back in and you don't know what the heck's going on and you're like mentally somewhere else, now all of a sudden you gotta switch gears, that's really difficult and you're probably not gonna play your best. So stay engaged mentally, stay engaged physically. Again, you never know when you're going to go back in. So be prepared. And as a coach, I will tell you that, you know, if somebody is pulled from the game and I look down the bench and they're, you know, just checked out, I'm not putting them back in. So the first one was to focus on breath and thoughts. So even as simple as taking a deep breath, kind of calming that nervous system and then being aware of those negative thoughts, turning them into a neutral or a positive thought. The second um, key, really important is to stay engaged. It's super easy to get checked out, but stay engaged when, when you're on the bench. Third thing, ask for feedback. Now, I wouldn't recommend that you do this in the heat of the moment because your coach probably, you know, is managing the flow of the game. There's a lot going on. And so to, to have, you know, an athlete come up and, and ask a question like that and, you know, pull your coach away from what's happening in the game, probably isn't the best time to have that conversation. So ask for feedback. If, if an athlete like is really... Like, I don't know why I got pulled out and it's really bothering her and it's really impacting her confidence and impacting her ability to even practice, ask for feedback. And this can be simpler than it seems. Find a good time either before or after practice one day and kind of give your coach a heads up that, hey, I want to talk about how I can improve and ask specific questions. All right. You know, was there something I could have done better to stay in the game a little bit longer? And, you know, most coaches, hopefully they're really invested in the athlete's mental, physical well-being and the, the flow of the game are going to be really open with that information and open with how you can improve and open with maybe their, their decision and their thought process behind that. Because coaches pull people out of games for more than just poor performance, all right? Um, they have to think of the big picture. They're not just thinking only individual players. So maybe the energy was a little bit funky. Maybe they just needed to break up some momentum. Maybe they just wanted to give the team a different look, all right? Uh, there's a lot of different reasons. And sometimes coaches forget or they just don't think that that they need to communicate that with athletes so it can really leave a lot of unanswered questions so ask your coach for feedback find a good time to do that and third if your athlete is still like 
I have no idea why I got pulled out. I, I think I'm the worst player in the world now and it's impacting my confidence. You know, don't be afraid to ask for feedback. Coaches have a lot going on and, you know, sometimes they just need a reminder to make sure that they communicate with, you know, kind of with what's happening. The last one is a bonus. All right. So parents, obviously you can help your athlete with all of these things, kind of remind her of these when she gets pulled out, remind her that there's always opportunities when things are hard, like being benched is just like any adversity that she's going to face in her life. You know, how is she going to respond to it? And you can help kind of facilitate that. What I would say for you is just make sure that you are encouraging your athlete to reflect and to seek feedback. Okay. Now, as long as there, you know, there's no situations of abuse or, you know, anything like that with the coach and, you know, that's a whole different thing, but let your daughter navigate this as much as she can on her own and advocate for herself, encourage her to speak to the coach on her own, encourage her to reflect on her own, on her performance, just so that she can work through that on her own, right? Because that's how she's going to learn. That's how she's going to grow. It can become really easy as a parent because we want to protect our kids. It can become really easy to do things like kind of put down the other person, the other player that got put in for your daughter, right? Like, oh, she definitely wasn't playing as good as you, you know, or put down the coach for decision making or maybe even go like straight to the AD. You know, it's just really easy because we we want to we want to we want to fix it, right? But those things typically, you know, divide the team more, right? Because then the athlete is thinking something negative about her teammate now. And now the athlete's thinking something negative about her coach. And now we have some deeper, deeper things that we have to work through. So as much as possible, parents, I would just allow your daughter to go through it. And it's hard. It's going to, it's, I think it's even harder from our perspective to watch our daughters struggle in that way, but kind of support her by encouraging her to reflect on her performance and where she can improve and encourage her to advocate for herself and ask for a great thing that you can help your athletes with as far as post-game reflections go would be to have her complete a post-competition routine. So we have one that's free that we use within our program. So if you go to www.christinabrianne.com forward slash routine, okay, that's forward slash routine. We have a post-competition competition routine that your daughter can download and she can do that after every competition just to kind of give herself a good evaluation of how the competition went and how she can improve. Okay. So that is what I have as far as being benched. Like I said, it's it's typically not a fun situation to be in, but I can tell you from experience that the times that I was benched were times that I experienced the most, most growth in my athletic career. Okay. Because when things are just like kind of floating along and going good, like, we're not really challenged in any way, all right? When when we don't get what we want, right? We find ways to grow. We find ways to improve. We find ways to get better in order to to get what we want, and what we desire. I mean, that's that's one option. Okay, the other option is to just kind of let it fall apart on us, all right? So we really want to equip and enable our female athletes to face this challenge, just like they're going to face any other challenge in their life, head on and look for the opportunity and find ways that they can grow and become better, either as a player or as a teammate or as a person, regardless of if the outcome is more playing time, you know, they're learning how to navigate these challenges in a way that's going to build their confidence for the rest of their lives. So that's the end goal. All right, I hope this was helpful. See you next week, same time, same place.
I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.